the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. I'm Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady and David Ross. George Allman has the day off. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Morning, fellas. How are we? Good. I'm good. I'm good. good. I can't I can't complain. Yeah. Looks like it's gonna be a nice day out. Right. I don't know what the weather what's the it's weather supposed, supposed to be? Supposed to be warm and hot and drier today. Drier? Yes, not it's supposed humid. to be as humid as the last couple of days. But I thought yesterday hum- was pretty dry. The humidity is supposed to pick back up on Monday. Oh, yeah. What's that? Were you going to get anything, Dave? Any I, uh, moisture? I don't know. Oh, I, sorry. I thought that's what you knew. Are you chasing anything? No, it's been too far over the over okay. the hill. I believe you. I well, thought I, I thought we were going to get. I it thought two days on Wednesday. Ago. I thought we were going to get something on Wednesday. Man, it sure looked like okay three days ago. Sure looked well. Yeah, whatever. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's almost Saturday. Oh, it was Thursday. Excuse me. Okay, Thursday okay. is what I was okay. thinking. It yeah. was it was really dark and they were getting it out very monsoon desert. Yes, and then the thunderheads yesterday were gorgeous, enormous, gorgeous over the mountains. I don't know if they got any rain out there or not. I sure, they sure they did. I didn't. didn't but hopefully we'll myself. get some more this this week. Hopefully some of it'll come over and visit us. But Can, this morning was crystal clear out. The sky was gorgeous. I didn't. I didn't notice. I looked up. Oh. But it was, uh, I had a little surprise this morning when I went out to let the chickens out. Oh. I, I, smelled, I smelled a little skunk. Oh, mm. yeah. And so I was extra You sure wary. it wasn't a big one? I do not know. <laughs> but I, I went down, did my routine, let the chickens out, and came back up. And my next door neighbor at 5 o'clock in the morning was out washing his dog. Oh, I'd be ticked. Oh, I would be too, but I didn't hear any cursing. I didn't hear any raised voices. There were two people cleaning a dog in the yard next door, and it was all under control. It would have been very different had it been my house house for the 17th time. Exactly. It happens on occasion over there. But it it was a decent week. A little warmer than I'd like, but it's August, right? It wasn't bad. It's supposed to be September, August, and so September. So it kind of yeah. gets warm this time of the year. Yeah, yes. It does. It tends to. So it is what it is. It is. Yeah. And hopefully hopefully, some of those thunderstorms will blow across the valleys this, like Monday. Not like Monday. On Monday. I'll keep my fingers crossed. Please do. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we have going on today? August 6th. Wow, we're already week into August. Um, classes today, 9 o'clock in San Diego. It's going to be Shade Plants with Constance. Uh, get there early so you can get a parking space. Uh, 9.30 in Poway. It's going to be Staghorn Staghorn Fern Care, Culture, and Remounting. You sure going to be able to get all that in an hour? Uh, maybe in a half, okay. hour and a half. Uh, you're, and David's going to be teaching that. So if you if you want to put a face to the radio, you can uh, come in and catch the class. Probably best not to. Well, you do but, have a face for but, radio. Yeah, that exactly. Is. <laughs> Thank you. But I'm bump. Yes. Uh, next weekend... August 13th, it's going to be um, Worm Composting with Kathleen in San Diego. That's going to be at 9 o'clock. And at 9.30, it's going to be Hydroponics 101 with Rick. I don't know Rick's last name. And neither do you. That is correct. (laughs) And the person who does is is not not here. here This is not here today. Um, But that should be an interesting class as well. Hydroponics is pretty pretty interesting. I've had 
mixed success with it when I've tried it. But I think the few times that I've tried it, it's been the very small. Yeah, I was going to say. Almost, I think you have to make a commitment. Almost, to you have to make something. a commitment yeah. to do yeah. it. Yeah, the the small ones, or maybe what I was trying to grow in the small hydroponic right. system was too big for the small hydroponic system. I get system. you. Because so, yeah. you know, you, you, the ones that we had were were five-gallon. They were based on a five-gallon paint bucket. Right. And you try to grow a full-size tomato on a five-gallon paint bucket. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not going yeah. well, to work. It's not going to work very well. Let me yeah. put it that way. So It's funny. I got a call from my daughter Jacqueline this week. Guess what she wanted? I mean, I'm, she, I'm sure she was just calling to say hello. Uh, some hydroponic thing? Yes. Oh. She had found this really neat hydroponic thing, and you never find them for resale, Dad. And they're really expensive, brand new. So, so it must be really expensive used, too. Then. Well, it's 300 bucks, which is, yeah. I think, very reasonable. It looks like... Is she going to start a grow house or something? She, <laughs> Dad may have transferred a little bit of money to her yeah. account so she could get it. She's picking it up tomorrow. Or no, Monday. And... It looks like a ship's like vent stack. It seems like it's probably about two feet in diameter, and it is a column. Oh. And at least that's what the picture looked like. You're, you're looking puzzled at me, so I'm oh. wondering if I did see what I thought I saw. <laughs> anyway, she was pretty excited about it, and the person who was selling it to her, I guess, does this professionally because there's a picture of the seller standing in a, a field of these columns and she's going to give it a try oh it's not exactly like that it looks like one of our old columnar oh i've seen fountains. those i've seen those before yeah it looks like a smudge pot it looks yeah. like a it looks like a white plastic smudge pot with holes in the column going up that's perfectly described yeah. thank you sir yeah so um, anyway she's pretty excited about it and hopefully she'll harvest and grow some grow and harvest some beautiful things with it one of the one of the coolest hydroponic setups I saw was on, I'm pretty sure it was on Nan Sturman's show, and they had these big tables that were, that had edges on them. They were, I think the water in them was about uh, six or eight inches deep. And then they took sheets of styrofoam, and they cut holes in the sheets of styrofoam, and then they put those little caged, um, pots, pots, yeah, okay. with growing medium in the, the with the clay or right. rock wool or whatever it is in that, and then they put the plants in that, and then they pop them into the holes in the they, in, yeah, the, okay. in the styrofoam, and they just float on the surface. And then when it comes time to harvest, you just pop the thing out. Like I think they were growing lettuce. Interesting. And you just pop the whole head of lettuce out because it just pops out because the it's in the little cage pot, right? The, and and to move them around, they just yeah, float them around float them wherever around. they need to be, and it it was it was a pretty cool. Set. It was kind of a neat yeah, setup. Yeah, I think as you can I get pretty creative with that. Yeah, yeah, I think there's there's no there's no one single way of doing it. Correct. Uh, so, well, haven't we seen them in what look like uh, shipping containers stacked with grow lights indoors? Haven't I seen lettuce grown in that way with like a half a dozen tiers of lettuce? Uh, Could be. Growing on I think a wall? I think I've seen. I think I've seen mushrooms grown that way, where they just have shelves and shelves of mushroom compost or whatever it is that they grow the mushrooms in, um, and then you just go in and, and, and pick them. God, I re- we used to get those crates of mushroom. Co- Do you remember that? Yes. The, the wooden, yeah. or the, not wooden, but the cardboard crate, yeah, and crate. you open it up and it had the yeah, it would have, yeah horse poop or whatever it was that it was in there and then the mushrooms would start growing yeah yeah and then sounds sounds lovely yeah and then whitney farms used to sell mushroom compost we used to sell a lot of mushroom compost back in the day a lot of people love that stuff yeah we have a lot of people go up to fallbrook to get it yeah or wherever it is up in north county off the side of the road correct but i was told it's super high in salts and you have to really rinse it well yeah it's i have heard that that it, it, it is alkaline um who was the guy that started Whitney Farms? John oh, Graham. John, John Graham. Graham. That's yeah. right. Yeah, man, that was a yeah, that was a company that fell from grace. Well, Who, they just they, they 
became a, a corporation. I mean, they Instead became of part business, of a big corporation yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than the family business. That was after his daughter, right? Yeah. Yes. His daughter was yeah. Whitney. Yeah. Who, did, so who did they sell to? Do you remember? Wasn't it per, Purcell or? Was or it, well, Purcell was the fertilizer company because they're the ones that bought Bandini. And then I think they bought Vigoro. And then I think Home Depot ended up buying all that stuff from Purcell yeah. when they. It's. Yeah, it's such a con- it's such yeah. a convoluted mess anymore. Yeah. You can't keep track of anything. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know who owns Ortho now. It's not Chevron Chemical anymore. No idea. Of course, we only have one bottle of Ortho. Which, on you know show. what? I've had two people in the last week reach out to me looking for Malathion. Really? Really? Yes. Oh, that's wild. Wow. I wonder what we I wonder what that. I wonder what they read. One was well. One was a. a former co-worker and a friend of mine who was having trouble getting rid of the spider mites on his tomatoes with horticultural oil. And I suggested that perhaps it wasn't being applied thoroughly enough. That could but be. He was looking yeah, for that mouth should, that should That should kill him. And somebody yeah. else was looking for it, too, because he had some, and it was 20 years old, and I suggested maybe he didn't want to use the 20-year-old bottle because... Things yeah. can happen in effect. Things do happen, yeah. To chemicals over 20 years. Well, yeah. usually the bottle it, sucks in. It's true. On a plastic yeah. bottle um, as the stuff gasses out through the plastic, which seems kind of weird that it would vent through the plastic, but it does. The and So if you, if you see plastic uh, insecticide bottles on the shelf that are all compressed in and goofy looking, it's because the chemicals inside have gassed out through the plastic. And it creates a vacuum inside. Well, that makes the, perfect sense. Yeah. I've just never, I don't understand how it works, that. but that that from what I understand, that that's how it works. Right. Uh, let's see. Moving on, uh, the San Diego Botanical Garden Foundation in Balboa Park has no events today. Uh, next weekend, the nineteenth, twentieth, and twenty first, it's the Fern Society Show and Sale, which should be a pretty good show. There's a lot of interesting. There's a lot of interesting ferns out there. There really are. Um, and especially if you're a collector and have stuff that's not generally available, uh, you should be able to find some interesting stuff. Like a Gavalia Fijiensis? It could be. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe. Uh, and let's see, the 27th and 28th, it's the um, Iris Society Rhizome Sale. So if you're looking to get some interesting irises, that would be a good one to go to as well. And that'll be just about the time that our... Bearded Irish should be Show showing up, yeah. up in I, store. I was uh, cleaning my desk yesterday, and I came across that Bearded Irish order form that you had looked at. And it, oh, yeah. they are shipping on the 22nd. 22nd. They're going to the other store. So I followed up with Kathleen to remind her to, to split them, them out. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's good. I was going to say you were going through your desk and found a yeah. Bearded Irish rhizome. For I was going to say <laughs> dust. Yes, yes. Which wouldn't surprise me. From 1977, I believe. <laughs> yeah. And it's still viable. Yeah. Probably. Uh, let's see. If you want to give us a call today, we would love to talk to you. 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady and David Ross. George Allman has the day off today. Uh, Ada Perry's. Ideally, you want to put it on in July, which I didn't didn't do because I didn't cut my roses back in July. So I'm going to have to do that. I might do that this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I did cut my roses back and didn't. And didn't fertilize. put Ada, didn't yeah. fertilizer, didn't put fertilizer or Ada Perry's on. But I think that puts me ahead of you because you didn't cut because I didn't cut them back. Yeah, so you're you're one step ahead. 
Okay, that's yeah. all. I- so, but yeah. So if you didn't do it, now is a good time to. Yeah, it, now it's still a, it's still a good yeah, time yeah, to go yeah. out, cut them back, um, clean them up, uh, and you should be able to get another. Should be able to get another uh, blush. Oh, flush of flowers out of At least one. Couple more. It's a combination of blood meal, bone meal, gypsum. Oh, the I, tonics, I didn't know what the heck you were talking yeah. about. Soil sulfur so, and Epsom salts. Yeah, Come on now, it's all kinds of stuff in there. All kinds of good. And now it has humic acid in it. And now exactly. Yeah. So it's a, a it's and, a wonderful you know, you could, shot in the arm, and you yeah. can use it for you can use it as a for general everything. as a yeah. general planting pre plant as yeah. well. It's a it's a great way to build up. Uh, It'll green up everything. It's it's a great product. Build up your soil. Get yep. some trace elements in there. Uh, get some humic acid in there. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic product. So if you haven't if you haven't if you haven't pruned your roses on, and you're looking for something to do this weekend, yeah, it'd probably be a good thing to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, Fall planting season is just around. Even if you're not looking for something to do this, this you can still do it, and they should. It should be done. It's yeah, yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, now you make it exactly. (laughs) Uh, Fall planting season is just around the corner uh, as we start getting close to September and October. So if you want to get, if you're thinking about putting in uh, some fall vegetables, now is a good time to prep. Start getting everything prepped and ready to go. Uh, Your Original crop of tomatoes, if they're determinant, should be starting to slow down a little bit about this time of the year. But you can still get a crop. You can still get a a tomato crop in for fresh tomatoes in late October, or November. Yeah, uh, there's a decent, pretty subsequent good, selection coming in. Yeah, we've got a pretty still, good spread of stuff well, that's out. Good. Yeah, still yeah. got a pretty good spread out there. I was out walking through there yesterday. Uh, quite a bit of stuff out there. Cool season plants are going to start to come in more. Your leaf crops, your root crops, uh, those will be starting. Shortly, if they haven't all the leaf crops, I know we've already gotten some stuff. There's, in. We haven't gotten rid of them. Yeah, they just People kept are going. Planting them year round. Yeah, um, and some of the fall seed, fall vegetable seeds have started, and, and actually fall flower seeds have started to come in as well. We've got the botanical interest stuff in this week. I think it was. Okay. Uh, so that stuff's ready out. That is on the on the shelves and ready to go and we're going to be expecting more as uh time goes on we had a customer come in yesterday with a half a dozen seed packs no receipt no sales history of buying those seed packs they were dated uh 2021 which means we haven't had them on the shelf for 12 more than 12 months because they would have switched out in august of last year yeah and she she did not buy them. She probably got them from a community garden donation or something and brought them back to try and get oh, yeah, credit. That's true. Yeah, because we did a. I know we did donate some seeds to the uh, to the Scripture Ranch Library because they have a they have a seed bank there that you can get some stuff from. Um, but yeah, if if you're looking at if you're looking at planting a fall vegetable garden, that would be a great time to do it. Uh, amend the soil, throw in some gypsum, some Ada Perry's wouldn't hurt. Correct. Um, you know, just for, maybe people are not unaware, but the seed packs are all dated, mm-hmm. and they're they have a sell by date and an expiration date, and the seeds will still be viable past that date. Yes, yes. But the germination it, rate will will drop. Could drop, could drop, yeah. and that's the, that's the you know that's the thing with the that's the thing with the seed packets. They're all dated. They're all lotted and dated, and if it goes past the if it goes past that date the seed companies would have to come in and take all the packets of seed open them up dump them out create a new lot and retest them so it's just not, it's not worth, worth it it's not worth their time so that's why yeah they just the, move on the, the, they yeah. just move on um but that if you do find the we're you're not allowed to sell out of date packets correct um but if but you find you an, an out of date likely. packet on the shelf in your garage which Dave probably has a Sounds lot of them. Like, yeah. uh, you're, you're, yeah, why, why do you save me? Why? You're, uh, you're, you're still, I do. You're yeah. still probably going to get some, yeah. some germination some out viability. of them. Yeah. yeah. Don't throw them away. You, you got nothing to lose. Don't Correct. throw them away. Try Correct. it out and see what happens. It's true. Um, the fig beetles are in oh, geez. full yeah. force this year. Uh, probably more than I've seen in a long, long time. Well, yeah, you would tell me the story. Yeah, a, a fig beetle bloom, we yeah. might call it. Well, back in the back in the um, 
in the vineyard that we have at the at the nursery, uh, there's some some overripe grapes that okay. were that were left on there, and the, and the fig beetles found them. And I was out there with George. Oh, I guess it was the week before last, and uh, he walked over and grabbed one of the bigger vines and shook it, and the fig beetles all took off. It was like a swarm of bees. Wow! It was. Wow. Loud. It was incredible yeah. how many fig beetles were on that vine. I mean, it was this cloud of fig beetles came up and they're so. Yeah. It was kind of creepy. It is I, I'm gonna, I can I'm, imagine. I'm, it being I'm not going to lie. It was. It was. It. It was weird. I, I was out in the fig section yesterday. Uh, this week, not yesterday, and I just hit the lever on the chair and I just lost oh. a foot. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the figs were covered with beetles, and I took a picture of it. And then I looked, and I had a memory show up from last year, the same week last year, of a very similar picture of our figs at the nursery covered with fig beetles. Yeah. It was just, they're it everywhere. Their time. You know, I don't yeah. have that many at home. I don't know why we have so many at the nursery. I don't know either, and we don't really have anything. We don't really have an area that they would be going to to lay their eggs in they must i mean we must well i don't know where because they they, that's usually what you find those are the grubs that you usually find in compost compost and we don't and we don't have compost bins they could be in the bank under the the debris and the leaves i don't know i don't don't know we have a lot there's there's a ton of them and we we uh at, at my house it's mostly honeybees that are eating the figs Honeybees? Like, really? Overripe pluot and grapes. Oh, yeah, they're swarmed on it. Oh, they're lazy. Hey, it's free food. Well, I guess. And so. it's my free food, so it's probably grown very yeah. well. It's, well, that's, I'm that's sure it's high in whatever they need. That's right. Well, that's that, I, I find that very interesting because it doesn't seem like something that, that bees would be eating because when they're foraging, they're just collecting pollen. They're not eating it. Yeah, well, they, maybe it's for the water. Oh, that could be because you do. We every once in a while you see them out on the east side of the train layout. There's that one section where there's some rocks that that have moss on them that are almost constantly wet. And the and every once in a while the bees will just come in and they'll swarm into that area just for the water. Yeah, maybe I should put some water out for them and see. But they they tunnel into the fruit. They hmm. make holes into it and dig in like a snail or something would. It you wouldn't think it would be a bee. Except for I've been watching. You've been the, watching them do it. Yeah, that's weird. Interesting. Yeah. I've never I heard of that, that before. I didn't never, know that either. Yeah, I've never I'll get seen you some that. Pictures. Okay. Uh, if you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. We would love to talk to you. Uh, but speaking of the of the fig beetles, uh, Chuck brought in. They're actually Japanese beetle traps, which we don't we don't have we, Japanese. We don't beetles. really have yes. Japanese yes. beetles around here, so you. Take the, it's a big trap. It's a big plastic envelope. Looks like kind of looks like the fly the, traps. The bee, uh, a yeah, giant, the fly, giant yeah. fly yeah. exactly. When, um, the rescue ones are the, yeah. yeah, the rescue fly traps and the rescue yellow jacket traps. Um, but you open it up. You take the take the pheromone cartridge out for the Japanese, Japanese right. beetle and throw some rotten Rot, fruit rotten into fruit it. In there, yeah. And figs. You throw some figs in there. It it attracts them really well. Yeah, it does a great job. Yeah, and they get in, but it can't get out. Or that's yeah, fine. that's exactly right. But yeah. you know, if you've got them on, if you if you want to keep them off of the off of the figs or off of the fruit that's ripe on your trees, would Captain Jack's take care of them? Do you think? I don't think so, because they're a chewing insect. Right, but it has to get into the fruit for them to get it. You know, it, it does do chewing insects because it's absorbed into the foliage. It's not supposed to go into fruit. I don't hmm. know. We could try it. I'm not trying it. <laughs> well, it'd be, I, I just wonder, because I don't think, other than, I can't think of any, well, you could, I, pro- you could probably spray with malathion. Well, I don't think you, you want to try and control that, them as adults. I think you'd want to try and get the beneficial rub, nematodes or, or something yeah. and spray the soil around the area where you would have them. I don't know where we would do that. Yeah, but they just do so much damage. They, they as really adults, do. They do, more, they do far more damage as adults than they do I, I think we would be better form. served... Um, controlling the larvae yes. no harvesting them and eating them and using them to reduce the food strain on the planet oh okay <laughs> i know you're kidding yeah, yeah. yes i am yeah you? like you're but they would crunch nicely on fl- no i yeah. i would not 
I, I'm sure. Actually, some maybe could we could fry them. We could get Chicken exactly, Charlie's yeah. to fry them up for the fair next year. Something, yeah. Well, maybe out in your neighborhood. Yeah. Not, not going to happen. Yeah, we mine. do skunks out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Um, as dry as it's been, uh, extra water is in order. I've been, God, I've been watering. I've got tomatoes in 24-inch tubs, and I water them probably every day. Wow. I mean, well, yeah, soak I mean, them. Because I, I came home last night, and they're laying, laying all over the place. Yeah. And so went my, out and soaked them. My tomatoes and peppers in the ground need it, too. The peppers can't go two days without water. Really? They, they, really? They yeah. Even in and the ground? In, in the ground. Did they you are, mulch them? No. Okay. Well, did you mulch your container? No. Okay, well. Yeah, actually, it works on both. It, it would be beneficial to both of us. Yeah, it would. It would. Um, but you know that I don't know the whole thing with mulch, especially if you if you can't run sprinklers for a long period of time, it just seems to me the water is going to get absorbed into the mulch. Well, do straw. Maybe that's why straw is such a good mulch. It has no real storage or holding capacity. Yeah, it's yeah just it just doesn't insulator. look. It just doesn't look that good in your landscape. Good now point. I'm going to have to go home and try it because you said it. I, well, do as I say yeah. once in a while. Right, or, right. I don't know. It uh, It is a pain to not water them every day, but they are almost laying on the ground when I don't. But I have the best peppers this year I've ever had. What they, did you grow? God, I, I grew orange bells, and yeah. I grew the sweet snackers or whatever, which are good, and something else that I don't remember the name of. And they've all produced really well, probably because I've been watering them every day. I just I I never have really good luck with peppers. The only pepper that I've grown that I've had really good luck with is jalapeno. I mean, jalapenos it's hard to go wrong with. Same with serranos, I think. But you know, I've had good. I mean, I've had good luck with Anaheim. I mean, mo- most of the peppers have done well. I I mean, I did you given, mulch them, Mark? No, no. Do you mulch water them every day? No. Well, you live in a cooler environment yeah. than I do. Both of you do. Yeah. I have an excuse. Well, Correct. well, my peppers are in in the tubs, but they're on, they're on the pool deck. They get full sun all day long, so. It, I was, they're going to get a little warm. I was doing a, a consult this week for a, at, in Scripps Ranch, and the homeowner was telling me that the plants were in the full sun all day. And I was standing there at in the 930 in the, in the shade of a tree that was right next to him and then overhead. it. Yeah. In in his mind, it was full sun all day long. Yeah. But we were still in the shade at, at 930. And it was going to be a while before the sun got to him, and then there's going to be shade in the afternoon. But yeah, I'd, I'd, well, maybe I'd, he figured with daylight savings time, it's in full sun until later in the evening. That's so probably that's probably think that it. was it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're listening to Garden Talk on here uh, here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady, David Ross, George Allman has the weekend off. We're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady. George Allman has the weekend off. Uh, I was going over my notes. Oh, the our, uh, we managed not to kill our second corpse flower. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> we're <laughs> professionals. <laughs> well, We have another one growing now. Our second okay. one is starting to sprout. It uh, has been moved into the houseplant section of the nursery. The first one is still going strong. It's, it, it's, okay. it's only... 13 months ago that the big one started growing. It seemed like more. It seemed I longer know. than that. It, you sure? Well, let me look. I have the date of the pictures. You you go on to, <laughs> and I'll, I'll double Discuss check it. Discuss it amongst yourself. It's either, yes. it's either two years or one year, and I don't think it's been two. I thought it was two, but it, yeah. I don't know. It's been. It just seems right. like it's Hold been there on. forever. Hold on. Uh, but it's a, it's a pretty I have stinky 2022 and stinky. 
Stinkies. July 10th, 2021, it was about an inch tall. So it is that one. Yeah. Oh. It just seems like so much longer ago than that. Thank goodness I have photographic evidence well, that's dated yes, for me by yes. by my phone. By your iPhone. Yeah. Yes. So you got that going for you. But yeah, so the new one's what, six well, inches tall now? Well, if you want to take this a little bit further, why don't we discuss um, why we don't have a time-lapse picture of the last year's emerger, emergence? Because I took it down. <laughs> I took the camera down. <laughs> he took it down to check it and then... Never put, put it, it back up. up. Yeah, yeah. So what are you going to do? Yeah, so. I'm going to bring yeah, it up on gonna, the radio a year later. We're not going to harp on it. <laughs> yeah, but well, it it is grow. It, it's starting to grow fairly quickly now. Yes. I mean, it started out really really slow, uh, but now it's it's starting to put some. It's starting to put some growth on. Very so, cool. Yeah. Very so we'll cool. have. So I don't know when the other one's going to go dormant. Uh, right. I'm guessing probably maybe this with, winter. With, when in the wintertime yeah. when it gets it's cool. Probably going to going to come down. But the other one's up. What about a foot now? Maybe now, probably about half a foot. Um, that's about six inches, somewhere between six and eight inches, I would say. I, you don't have to measure it today when you go in. And he came, oh, July 13th was when I took the first picture of it. So a year, it was, it's almost a, a year to the week, not almost, it's a year to the week. Then the other one started coming up. Hmm. Interesting. So that's a pretty cool plant, though. Yeah. You, I can imagine. Even if it's not in bloom, it's a, right. it's a pretty cool plant. So. Hopefully, one of these days it will. The diameter will of the be. stem of the new one isn't near the diameter of the other one, so it's probably going to be about half the height. But it's still an impressive plant. With that, probably going to be eight, eight or ten foot leaf. Well, the, yeah, the the stem on the one that's growing now is got to be close to five inches across. Yes, and I remember the ones that we saw up in um, at the conservatory in San Francisco when we were up there a few years ago, they were probably six to eight inches across. I mean, it's a mat, it's a massive plant right, for the, right. for the size yeah. of the, I guess it's a tuber that it grows from. Is it a tuber or a corm? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, but it, it's a massive plant for that mass to, to support. It, it It's surprising. Yeah. Cause the, the size of the, the bulb or corm, <laughs> the two whatever it is bulb that we had, yeah. um, was probably between like, a volleyball and a softball. No, yeah, it was it was a big softball. Yeah, it was a big softball. So, anyway, if you want to see what a corpse flower looks like without the flower on it, you can stop into the uh, Poway store and the corpse and plant, the corpse plant. Yeah, and take a look at it. If you want to give us a call today, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. Uh, we're going to go talk to Lily, or to Joanne, who has a Lily question. Good morning, Joanne. How are you? Good morning. Um, I'm calling you from Placerville, California. Again. Oh, one of my favorite places. <laughs> I, um, I uh, moved up here, but I lived in San Diego for 54 years. Um, on, on just uh, the spur of the moment, when I was at Costco, I bought some uh, things. That, they looked like little planters, little basket looking things and uh it had seven lily bulbs in it and it, it, that you were supposed to put wa- add water to it uh, and put it put them out or expect them to grow after the last frost and i haven't been up here long enough to know quite when to know the last frost is going to be and then um i got sick and i didn't pay attention and um, now i walk by them in the garage, and I know sometimes it's probably about, uh, it feels like 100 degrees out there. That wouldn't and surprise so, me. Uh, <laughs> I, I wondered if, if it's a lost cause. You know, I don't know. They're dead. <laughs> Not necessarily. I mean, are they firm still, the bulbs? I don't know. that it. Um, they're still inside the little container with the oh. little paper, um, take, which I say. Take, the them, take them out, put them. Things. Take them out, put them in some potting soil in a pot with where they get some morning sun or filtered sun. Keep them out of the all-day-long yeah. hot, yeah. direct sun. And they should still come uh-huh. out. You're, you're practicing the Dave, Mark, and Ken exactly. version of gardening. You leave it until you remember it <laughs> yeah. and hope it hasn't turned okay. to powder yet. Okay, well, they're actually in some kind of potting soil. That's how they were sold at Costco. Oh, then oh, just, the, just water them. Water Take them out and water them. Yeah. 
For and the most part, you shade and water. Yes, yes. Yes. yes, And if it starts okay. getting and if it starts getting really cold, which I don't think you have to worry about for a little while at least, you can always move them into the house yeah. and do it into a bright window. Really? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. it's it's been um, between ninety six and ninety eight here. You know, pretty yeah. often. <laughs> yeah, if if they're in the, if it, in that in that temperature, if they're in the shade, I think you'll be fine. I don't I don't think that's going to be a problem. But if it starts getting cold, uh, just go ahead and move them into the house and do a into if they if they still have growth on them, move them into the house in a in a bright light area, and you should be fine. Oh, thank you so much. Thank You're you. welcome. Also, I one more question. Sure. Um, I I bought you re- recommended I go to Green Acres, and I did. Mm-hmm. I have been there many times. Um, uh, the I bought uh, a small asparagus fern that looks like the foxtail, you know, plume kind of thing. Right. And um, um, it it says they take some shade, but a lady says, oh, I have mine out in the sun all the time, and they, they're growing dutifully. I don't know um, where I want to put one. <clears throat> it's pretty much sun. <laughs> I'm trying to... In a pot. I think we, we have the... The asparagus Meyer, the and we have them in filtered light and Conway. Oh, yeah, but, but they'll I, take the full they, sun. They should, yeah, yeah they should take they, the sun. They need water, I don't, I don't, but they'll be fine. It yeah, I don't think fine. you'd have any problem with that. Okay. Thank All right. you. Okay. Much. Thanks okay. for calling, Joanne. Bye-bye. Have a great weekend. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. So we are having a positive effect out there. People are learning to leave their stuff just laying <laughs> around in the garage for a while. Yeah. Well, it's, Even it's, hundreds of miles away. Yeah. yeah, it's good that that they're listening. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We're going to go a little closer to home. We're going to go to El Cajon where Gail is waiting. Good morning, Gail. How are you? Oh, we're doing fine here in El Cajon. Um, I have some uh, a, a small garden patch available to put in my black-eyed Susans. And the patch is the small area is only about uh, 6 to 8 or 12 in, uh, feet long. And it's only about uh, 3 feet or 4 feet wide. The soil has never been amended there. There were vines. Oh, Dusty Miller, wonderful, uh, good, reliable Dusty Miller was there. I took it out because I want to put in my black-eyed Susans. Mm-hmm. But the soil has never been amended. So I'm thinking it's probably tired. So what can I do? Because uh, in the autumn or whenever the Susans uh, become dormant, I'm planning to take them out of their their pot and then plant them there. And also, I was wondering what kind of water uh, watering. Uh, now I water them daily because the water runs through the pot. But uh, when Susans are in the soil, uh, how often should I water them? The easy answer is as needed, and it just <laughs> yeah. if, okay. if the if the okay. soil is that porous and it's draining that quickly you might have to water them every day at this time of the year it's it's been very hot and so a a daily watering would not be out of the question right 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 yeah as far as amending the soil is concerned that's easy enough to do uh just to get a good any good soil amendment uh the eb stone soil booster the eb stone planting compost or the what's the bale the big harvest garden big harvest garden soil any of those uh, just spread it out over the area, and Utility, then yeah. uh, also put down put down some grow power fertilizer, and you can put down the grow power soil conditioner if you want, or the Ada Perry's uh, at the same time, and just put it all down in the area that you want to put it into, and then mix it all in at one time, rather than put put the soil amendment down, mix it in, put the fertilizer down, mix it in, just put it all down at once and mix it in all at once, and then go ahead and plant whatever it is that you want to plant in there. The, the the black-eyed Susans, or the, or if you want to put some lower, or if you want to put more Dusty Millers back in there too, you could do that as well. If you're going to put black-eyed Susans in, make sure that they have something to climb on. Uh, if it's up against a fence, uh, that's fine. Or and put a, or put some kind of a trellis up for them to. Um, I, I wonder yeah, if we like it's make rudbeckia. Are you? Are, do you know? What, oh, is, it, right, is it a thumbergia vine, or is it is it a vining plant, or is it a flounder? Uh, flounder. Yeah, these are, I guess you would say, the Rebecca. Because oh, okay. okay. Never mind. <laughs> just, yeah, you don't have to yeah. take so, those. Yeah. The soil right. amendment's fine. Just forget about the forget about what I said about the, uh, well, about yeah, the trellises. There's different things called black-eyed seasons. And, and that, so. ladies and gentlemen, points out the need for the binomial system of <laughs> nomenclature and why there can be some confusion with common names. Right. 
But, oh, okay. Yeah, but you could. Yeah, you could just go. You can go ahead and plant them in there. That's not going to be. That's not going to be a problem at all. Right. Uh, okay. Yes. Dusty Miller had been there for quite a while, and I have it in other parts of the yard, and it's very pretty and very showy. You know, with the oh, it's a nice leaves. plant. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it it actually would be a nice contrast with the yeah, the, the foliage of the black-eyed Susans, yeah. the Rebecca's that you have. So you might put some back in, and they're both very durable and tolerant perennials. Right. Okay. Yes. I'm looking forward to my, to, I've always thought they were so pretty, the Rebecca. And uh, so I'm really looking forward with great anticipation. Yeah. Because I just love to garden. I love plants. Yeah. And okay. You, thank you. You're welcome. Another one, uh, just real quick, another one to consider putting into that area that would work really well, and there's so many more different colors out there now, um, is um, Echium. Echinacea, yeah, coneflower, coneflowers, echinacea, not echinacea, yeah, echinaceas would those would those would fit in that in that planting very well as yeah, very they well. Come also. in almost every color now. Yeah, yeah. purples oh. and oranges. Yeah, I I tried one in an area that's uh, our native soil because we have a, a a little patch over there that's native soil, the clay. I tried clay clay buster and watering, but. Um, when I when I uh, planted the, this one little plant, um, I the poor thing wilt, looked wilting, and so when I watered it, I overwatered, and the um, it rotted out the leaves. So I lost my little echinacea. Uh, in a in a in a heavy clay soil, I, that could be the it, yeah, it may have been the soil that that was the problem, and you yeah. probably need something more than just the clay buster. It, you need to get more organic material into the soil like that to help break it up. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. For, uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Gail. You have a great weekend. All right. Bye bye. Take care. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady and David Ross. George Allman has the day off. Who, who was that caller from El Cajon? Was that Gail? Gail, yeah. yeah. We should remind her to mulch her bed after with straw or something else that is more uh, aesthetically pleasing. I prefer bark myself. Okay, with a fine bark to give it a finished look and to hold in the moisture that she does. Yeah, that would help. Of course, okay. I don't use it, but that's what yeah. I would prefer. Okay. So. Uh, let's see what else have we got to talk about. Um, oh, we you'll have to we'll have we'll have information here, and we may have some on the website or the um, or the newsletter. But we are going to be doing a kind of a pop up slash trunk show for some unusual house plants. Hopefully, in the not too distant future, we've got Agreed. A, we've got a source for some of the more unusual and highly desirable houseplants that are out there and uh the we're, pink oh are we going to say the name or no well i guess we sound could. like it Poss- we're possibly going to get supposedly they're on their way pink princess pink princess philodendrons yeah oh, really yes. very popular yes very popular plant interesting uh, so they're going to be they're going to be on the small side they're going to be plugs but they're going to be very affordable well, compared, it, yeah. very affordable compared to what's out there right now and so. actually for plugs they're big yeah, Big. it's a good-looking plant. You know, every time I hear the word plugs. You think about getting yeah. hair transplant? No, I was thinking about somebody that has that inappropriate nickname. Oh, Joe and Biden? Plugs Biden. Yeah. Who used to, was that Rush, Rush that used to call him somebody. that? Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's where I go. All yeah. right. Um, you know, you asked. You know what I've been doing this week? No. I have been in the backyard uh, dividing, weeding, 
and repotting orchids and things. Okay. Just cleaning up the mess. <laughs> you let stuff grow, it grows. Yeah, that's the thing. I finally cut back my miniature rose tree and weeded it. And I have it looks some pretty nice, nice baskets of, yeah, it yeah. does. I have some nice baskets of orchids that I it, got a couple of years ago. It is amazing when you clean stuff up how nice they look. What it's, kind of orchids? They were uh, catlias. Wow. Hmm. And I don't remember. Oh, my gosh. It was with um, who is the houseplant person that just moved back to Switzerland? Andrea. We were at a grower in Encinitas that was. Andrea. Isn't that her name? No, Dora moved. Dora. Dora moved back to Switzerland. It wasn't Dora. It was probably Andrea. Andrea. Anyway. they were going out of business, and they were going to become houses. And I got a couple of like 10-inch hanging baskets of, of cattleyas that were just solid. They're white, but they were fragrant. Right. But they were solid with plants. And they've been hanging in a tree in the backyard for a couple of years now. And that's so why I, I got inspired. I don't know why. But I, I divided some off, and I cleaned them up. And there was grassy weeds and stuff coming out of them. Oh, yeah. And I – because I just – ignore it because yeah. all we care about is the flowers and so i've been doing some division and i've been having a very nice time and it's kind of cool back there in the shade of the tipawana and yeah i can make sense yeah yeah and, yeah. They'll, and they'll probably be beautiful when when they flower it'll be wonderful and you know as far as far as fragrance is concerned catlias are one of the yeah they're one of the most fragrant orchids that are out they there they last a long time and too. a lot of times they're nocturnally fragrant where the because I remember when we used to lock up the nursery in San yeah. Diego at night, yeah. we'd have a lot of them. Man, the whole it, the whole nursery yeah. just smelled yeah, of them. So they good, they yeah. were really, really outstanding fragrance. You know what sure. I keep dragging my feet on in the backyard no. is dividing and remounting staghorn ferns. Yeah. Oh, which is your forte? It, it is, but it's work. Seems like work. It's yeah, a lot of work. No, it, it can be, it, especially especially if you, if you have to divide them. Yeah, and at the nursery. It's very simple because right, your dad has the the, everything all set yeah, up and yeah. it's all there. Mm-hmm. At my house, that doesn't exist. I don't have a table dedicated to remounting yeah, staghorn. You might have to bring them to the nursery to have it done. Oh, I, well, I should have brought them with me today so that I could demonstrate how to divide. Oh, oh that's right. With yeah, my own, classes, with my own yeah. plan. Your class I, today at nine thirty. I power. figured I would. I would do that. With the ones at the nursery that need to be done, yeah. and oh, don't okay. for, and don't forget at ten, at nine o'clock in San Diego, it's going to be shade plants with Constance. So those are the yeah. You could have rolled that big fat one out that we have on the pallet out there and divided we that don't one up. Call it that, Ken. <laughs> My goodness gracious! What I was going to do, um, I'm going to take the saws. I am going to. It's on a pallet. Yeah. I'm going to take it out to the patio and I'm going to cut pieces off. And I think I will. It depends on how many people are there, but I'm going to give, give them pieces give them that they can. Yeah. They can go home. Have a and piece. I guess I should ask first. I'm looking at your face now. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. So you get Is it okay if I give away some plants, Ken? Okay. Yeah. Um, I will. I will. I'll take some out. And I, I was inspired because Sunday, Sunday, I got to go help out a friend in Imperial Beach save her father's 40-plus-year-old staghorns. He okay. passed away, and the house was sold, and they needed to come out, and they were enormous. Um, they were probably uh, the ball itself was probably four or five feet in diameter, oh, wow. the solid yeah. portion, not right. not counting the fronds. And so I I took the sawzall down there and I shaved out. off the sides. I took off about a a twelve inch uh, wafer. Right. And I, I guess slab would be a better whatever. Yeah, we know what you mean. Yeah. And and trimmed it off and just left the the mass the center dead portion there and and we took the parts back and she is going to donate them to Quimaca College to the oh, to the water nice. conservation garden. That's nice. that's what I they were very excited to to have Get them those coming. pieces. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So You know, I wouldn't be surprised if something grows out of that. Yeah, the chunk big stump, that you left yeah, there. Yeah, stump, yeah. Shh, 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 shh. Well, I took all we. It you was took everything awful. that was viable. It was probably ninety degrees. It was in the late morning. It was on the east side of the house, so the rising sun was beating off the side of the house. And I went to help, and uh, yeah, there no, were yeah. a lot of helpers available. But anyway, it was it was nice. It was done. Um, I have a piece of it to to 
oh, that I should have brought to the nursery to mount today yeah. for class, <laughs> hey. which I did not do. Okay, I remember, other than oh, go ahead. I was remember when we, you and I went and dragged that huge staghorn out of the out of my friend's backyard on Guy Street up in Mission Hills. Mission Hills yeah. Oh God. The things we did, yeah, it, it seemed like crazy. a good idea at the time. It seemed like a good idea at the time, but it's man, so that was, yeah, no wonder my sister said we can't do that stuff anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder why my back hurts and <laughs> yeah. my legs hurt, because we used them. Um, yeah. So Constance and David, and what are the other two classes? There's only so that's one. okay. Oh, it's just you mean next, next week? weekend? Yeah. Uh, worm composting with Kathleen in San Diego at 9 o'clock, and at 9.30 it's going to be Hydroponics 101 with Rick and Poway. That's it for Garden Talk this week. Uh, We will be back next week with another hour of Garden Talk right here. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.